our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. Take the podcast experience you're about to have to the next level. Join our TSS patrons and get bonus audio content and more at patreon.com slash that story show. What have you done? What were you thinking? Do you know what we're going to have to do now? We're going to have to listen to that story show. Hey. This is that story show, people. Hey! You're watching? Hey, who's cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I flew into this lady's house. <laughs> I left her some guano. <laughs> hey, holy crap, podcast people. How are you doing? This is that story show where we're telling hilarious real life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 311, brought to you the week of September 12th, 2019. I am your host, very happy host. My name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. Hey, I'm John Steinklubber, and amber is the color of my energy. Yeah. <laughs> I just figured since this is episode 311, I would reference a song from the band 311. Oh, right? I thought you had changed religions. No, no, I just no. Okay. No, I don't even know what that means. Like Hopefully you know, say something like weird. a crystal thing. I thought I thought it was, you know, <laughs> it, you're talking about energy and amber and all this stuff. So <laughs> there's a song. Whoa, amber is the color of your energy. Okay. It's, I I think that's by three eleven. If not, I don't even know what it means, but uh, there you go. <laughs> I appreciate your humor. Awkward. No, no, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> So love it. I love it. I love it. Um, hey, instead of an opening story this week, I'm going to, uh, I went through uh, iTunes and I looked up uh, our latest reviews. And we have had a number of folks review us uh, over the month of August. But one yeah. of them stuck out in particular. And I thought it, I thought it was a great review. It's from a guy that's just known as fifth grade. He says, I'm a middle schooler. And I have a helicopter mom. <laughs> <laughs> Every fifth grader ever. <laughs> so it's really nice not to sit and listen to cussing the whole show. It's so funny and great for the whole family. Thank you, James and John, for not having my mom hover over me just for once. I fully recommend <laughs> this show for anyone fifth grade. So thank I'm you. I'm going to take that. That's an awesome review, but I'm going to take that 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 came from fifth grade in general, like every fifth grade student <laughs> in the just, planet. That's just the spirit of fifth graders in general. Yes. <laughs> thank yeah, I you. Loved it. We received that. Hallelujah. We yeah, are yes. we are the saviors of middle schoolers again. Amen, we, brother. We Amen. went through a phase where we hated them, but now we realize our importance to you. We can be trusted with your delicate baby ears. Yes, and so. that's that's a great responsibility, James. It is. Poo-poo, yeah. caca, pee-pee, poo-poo. <laughs> that's as bad as it can get here. That's it, Thanks. man. That's the bad words. <laughs> where where so. the F word is fart. <laughs> and, and the F bomb is this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's as, that's as dark as we go. Anyway, it's time for us to do a weekly rewind. I don't know. I think bread is as bad as we go. But anyway, mm. um, this week, I will start with a weekly update from the last seven days or so that actually happened just moments ago 
when I was picking up my son. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm picking up my son from school and, and we're in an inner city school and it's a little charter school and they're all standing out on the sidewalk and I just drive up and Jay sees me and he jumps in the car. Well, as we're approaching the corner and we're going to turn right, there's a man standing there. And at first I don't notice him very much, but he kind of waves me on like, go on, get out of here. You know, that kind of wave, like a, just uh, a, okay. a, a, like a, oh, you're in my way, but I'm going to let you go, but I'm not happy about it wave. So I noticed him. I had to look at him a little harder because I'm like, who is this gentleman that's doing this to me? <laughs> and why doesn't he have a shirt on? Oh, he man. was a very tanned individual. He had a big beer gut, but he was skinny everywhere else. And I also happened to notice that his nips were pierced, both oh. of them. This man was about my age plus four. So he had to have been a 50, <laughs> 50 plus four. 51, somewhere in there. He's balding very seriously. He is red from the head of top of his head to the bottom of his feet. He's wearing shorts, holding his shirt in his hand. My son notices that I'm looking at him, and I, I must have made a noise like, oh. Because <laughs> he goes, yeah, he's when we come back from playground from the playground, he's always walking down the street. And I just got a full body shiver like this guy is creepy. But I didn't share that with my son. I just said, well, yeah, if you're going to have that done. You got to show it off. And he goes, no, no, you don't. You don't have to show. It's like, no, you're not. You're not understanding what I'm saying. If if you're going to do that, you can't walk around with a shirt on because, you know, you can't. But I, I didn't I didn't go there with the whole part about him showing it off to kids every day yeah, right. on, on the way to school. But anyway, um, and then I started kind of trying to get in his head because I'm reading a book recently that says, you know, try to get in to people's heads and figure out what they need from life. You know, try to meet them where they are. It'll help you understand people, yeah. help you forgive people. To know all is to understand all is to forgive all. So I tried to get in his head, but it it didn't do very good because I was sitting there mm. thinking about what he must have been thinking about. He must have been just sitting there one day and was like, you know what? I love walking around without my shirt on. But yeah. I could I could look better. I could. I'm going to admit that. I could look better. I could either A, lose a lot of weight and get rid of this beer gut that I've got, or B, I could stick holes in my nips. I'm good. <laughs> I think I know what I'm going to do. That's what Jay actually said when I said that out loud because I was thinking out loud. He goes, I think I know which one he picked. I'm like, yep. <laughs> I know which one he Yeah, my masculoids need piercing. So they're I actually called tidbits, if you remember. So oh, the masculoids, tidbits. tidbits sit on the masculoids. Okay. And uh, good, good. I forgot about that. So he, okay. he, he poked a hole through the tidbits and uh, he's, you know, just city life, man. I don't, I don't, I mean, there's people out here that do that too. I just don't, I don't understand. At that age? I, I don't know. I <laughs> exactly. They don't walk around with their shirts off. Exactly. I, you know, it's just it was just creepy, weird. So, anyway, that's mm. my weekly rewind. That I want to. I rewound it. Now I'm going to record over it. So oh, good. Yes, so mentally as well. Right. That's why I wanted to go first. You're going to record over it with your weekly rewind. Okay. Well, uh, I, I actually have a, a few, so I'm going to pick one here. You can and, share as many as you'd like. I, I think one will be adequate because there's some weeks that are just so busy. I don't have time for life. Okay. And, uh, so this this happened actually yesterday. So I'm going to go with this one. I was uh, one of the the fun things I get to do with my job uh, now is I get to go visit classrooms and fix the teachers' computers and stuff like that or whatever's happening. That, uh, is that really fix. fun? I, I do enjoy it. I, okay, it's nice to wander around campus and not. Have you ever been trapped underneath a desk like a desk rabbit? <laughs> yeah, from IT crowd. <laughs> put their coffee mug on my back. <laughs> I don't want them to think he's a desk rabbit. <laughs> Wait, I just mixed up moss. Yeah, and you did. It's okay. It. It's all right. 
<laughs> so no, I, I haven't. Not not in not in this job. Okay. I had to put a reference in there because we had a listener on Discord that's like, I'm just watching IT Crowd for the first time on Netflix and I'm getting all of the references you guys have made over the years. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> oh, such a great show. Such a great show. Uh season two, episode one is my probably favorite. So just so you know. Anyway, so I uh, I get to go to these classrooms and and fix things and do stuff. And sometimes the students are in there and they recognize me because I've done chapel. And some of them still call me Pastor John, which is fun and great. And I love it. And um, so I was in, I think it was third grade yesterday. And I'm fixing the teacher's computer. And she's this is like the smart, one of the smart classes. They're like, they're all brains. They're super well behaved. Oh, okay. I thought and, you meant um, they had a smart board. And, and the classroom was smart. But you mean these are all brainy students. Yeah, right. I'm sorry. Every class in our in our school is smart. And and they also have brainy students. But this one in particular, they're just super well-behaved and oh. very good. And the teacher is great with them. And um, she's got them all lined up and she's giving them instructions. Everybody's quiet. And um, I, I was I, – I make noises, you know. I just kind of click my mouth sometimes and <laughs> – and I went like you've, this. Went, you've done this before and gotten in trouble before. Tell me the yeah, here, let me hear the noise. Okay. So, so I did that. Yeah. I was sitting there and and my back was to the teacher and her back was to me. And she said, Whoever's making that noise can stop now. <laughs> and I was like, Oh dang, I just got busted. <laughs> and I thought no, it was me. So I can just pretend like one of the kids was doing and completely ignore <laughs> just, it. But then my inner conscience was saying, you know what? You really need to confess. Oh, that. John. And so <laughs> I said, I'm sorry. I, that was me. That wasn't one of your students. And she said, and she's like kind of embarrassed that she just reprimanded me, not knowing that she just reprimanded me. <laughs> and so I said, ah, yeah, I'm sorry. I just make noises. And you know, I've known her for the teacher for a while known the kids for a while too. And one of the students piped up and says, yeah, I know you do that because you talk about doing that on that story show. Oh, wow. <laughs> so awesome. I was like, Oh, I forgot that I had a listener at the school and, um, <laughs> A smart so, one too. On top uh, of that, a smart one, yeah. So, Sophia, uh, thank you for recognizing me, and uh, thank you for not getting me in trouble. Yay, um, Sophia! Yeah. You could have covered for him, though. You could have said, "No, ma'am, that was me, boy," <laughs> and then done done the dripping sound or whatever that sound is called. Yeah, I learned it from Ferris Bueller. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I learned it from him. And didn't he do that in Ferris Bureau's day? Uh, it's been a while, man. I don't know. I don't remember that part. I just remember when the car drove backwards out of the, <laughs> yeah. the glass you garage. Can't make the, you can't make the miles disappear by putting the car in reverse, can you? <laughs> but you can make the car disappear by, <laughs> yeah. by jumping it off the jack there. That's right. Awesome. Well, well uh, uh, I was going to ask you, first of all, did you make noises when you were in grade school? Or is this an adult I, thing for you? No, I, I've i pretty much made noises my whole life. And so, sometimes, I, sometimes I just don't think about the fact that I'm doing it. So, so did you get, ever get in trouble when you were a kid for such things? Yeah. <laughs> I, well, you know, I I didn't like I ah, go to the corner or anything like no, that. But but John, shut up! You're driving me crazy. Yeah, well, that mostly came from my sisters. But um, <laughs> in in school, I, maybe I was a little bit more quiet. Oh, there, you, there was yeah, you're a good boy. With, I forgot you know, about that. You're a good boy. No, and when I was in high school, remember my, that small school I went to? Like, yeah, everybody in high school was in the same room. And yeah. So when the teacher would leave, I would look around the room, and then I'd. <laughs> I'd let one go. <laughs> well, it was you and two girls, right? Well, in the senior class, yeah, yes. Yeah. So there were tenth graders and eleventh graders and ninth graders also within the oh, same. Okay, room. okay. I just thought it would be extra epic if it was just you and two girls, and and they're like, "No, don't leave, ma'am. Teacher, please. <laughs> Every time you go, he oh, she's gone. You know. Yeah. Just you. Just, both of my sisters were in 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 high school when I was finishing up too. So uh, they knew whenever I looked around the room. <laughs> Why look? Go. Why even look? Because I had to make sure the teacher wasn't in there. Oh, okay. You're just looking around at your potential victims. 
That's what you're doing. Let's <laughs> see if anybody looks me in the eyes, I'll make it last extra long. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you, so yeah. Okay, that leads to my next question. You you do this so much. This is such a part of who you are as a human. Do you have that kind of control to where you can change the tone, the length, and the timber of hmm. or are you just are you just like the rest of us, just whatever's coming out's coming out? I, you know, I, I don't really know. I don't I don't haven't really tried that. Okay. Uh, I just feel like there's always something brewing and so I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, maybe I should work I, on that. No, I, I think make it a talent. That you I may sell. have more skill than you're giving yourself credit for. That's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's do some human lie detecting. Oh no! <laughs> all right, it's our favorite new segment, uh, human lie detector, where. Uh, this week, it's my turn to tell a story, and John's turn to be the human lie detector. Yeah, I'm uh, so far zero for one. Yeah, I think I've... Well, we've only done it once, right? No, you've had two stories. That, I've had two stories? Okay. Okay. Yeah, and I've had... And you you, you guessed one, and, and you, you were down one, but let's see how yeah. our listeners do as well this week. Um. Okay, so my son inherited a bed from my former pastor and boss, uh, actually Christian Sudreth, uh, who used to host on our show. His, yeah. Him and his brother had a uh, bunk bed that they shared, and when the parents decided Christian was getting too long for, for the twin bed, they gave it to us, and Jay was about the time it was ready for him to get out of his uh, crib and start sleeping in a big boy bed. And so that was his bed for a long time. Well, about a year ago, maybe two years ago, we started feeling pretty guilty about that because, um, mostly not because he was using old, an old frame and, and stuff like that, but the mattress itself had been through an entire childhood before my son got on it. <laughs> and we're like, and, and it was a cheap one. You know, you could just tell that, that blue, that light blue, slightly shiny, uh, yeah, a little camp. Thin. It's like at the camp at a campground kind of mattress. And so we decided to take him to, uh, you know, the local furniture store and pick out a new bed. Uh, and, and we said, why not go ahead and replace the frame? We'll get a headboard. We'll do the whole thing. And so it became, a, a, you know, a big boy kind of thing. And, yeah, he's uh, a teenager almost, right? Huh? Isn't he a teenager? He is 11. So this would have been oh, when he okay. was, you know, 9 or 10. So uh, so we go through there. And, man, there's a kid's section in the back corner that has these just opulent beds for kids. And I'm not talking about mattresses. Mattresses are mattresses. This is the stuff that goes around it. And there's one that looks like something Kylo Ren would sleep in. It's black. <laughs> it has these uh, borders all the way around it. It has a footboard and a headboard with shelves and shiny parts. And it has lights, LED lights that are strobing through the colors that are down lights like underneath a cool car in the nineties, you know? Mm. And, um, my son says, wow, he gets on it, of course, because he's jumping on every bed he sees. And he's like, this is so awesome. I would really like that. And, and we're just like, yeah, whatever. This is probably cost a million dollars. And it was, it was like five and a half, six hundred dollars It was, Whoa. it was ridiculous. And that did not include the, the mattress, or the box springs. It was just the bed frame. And um, so uh, I basically, he, he asked if he could have it. And um, I said, absolutely freaking not. There's no way you're going to get this bed. <laughs> and so we picked out a nice frame. Uh, actually, we got the frame for free. Uh, or no, I think it was like 20 bucks. Who cares? Uh, got a nice headboard and a frame, and we got a uh, a decent box springs, which was black, and and that kind of helped a little bit 
uh, with with the fact that we didn't get the bed of his dreams and uh, in, a, in a decent mattress. And uh, we spent, uh, you know, a, a little bit of money, but it wasn't that amount of money plus 600 bucks for this Kylo Ren bed. So <laughs> that's my story that I... Um, I, I didn't, I didn't, (laughs) (laughs) that I made up. Um, so, so am I telling the truth or did I lie in there? Did I break down and buy the bed? Is Jay living in the lap of Kylo Ren luxury right now? It's up to you to decide. You have two questions that you can ask me. Oh, okay. Two questions. Maybe three if you need them. I asked three uh, last week. Okay. Well, what was the name of the, uh, the furniture store you went to? I have no idea. <laughs> okay. I don't That's remember. name, but I believe you. I don't remember because there's, there's several. Uh, no, no, no. It's the one behind the Target, and I don't remember the name of it. It was the one behind mm-hmm. the Target. I don't remember and the name. When, when did this shopping uh, excursion take place, you said? Uh, a year, year and a half ago so it's been it's been since christmas since before christmas for sure so yeah and um the last question you remember that i visited you recently oh dang it (laughs) (laughs) so i know i'm gonna get this dang it dang it dang it James, I believe that you are telling me a lie. Oh, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm telling the truth. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. What was the what was the question again? <laughs> did I buy the big opulent bed or did I leave oh, him? Oh, no, I know you didn't buy the big opulent bed. Oh, okay, okay. Because that was the question is did you oh, buy the big opulent can bed? I answer, can I take my Yes, original, you can. I believe you're telling the truth, James. <laughs> The complete 100% truth. I'm telling the truth, but not the whole truth. How about that? Because I am a sucky dad. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) But what I did instead of the opulent bed is I said, you know what? What did he really like about the opulent bed? He liked the lights. And so I got on eBay and I bought a strip. It's literally a tape. Adhesive tape with LED lights on it, and it goes into a controller box and then into a remote. And I bought a string of these, actually two strings of them, and I ran it behind his headboard and then underneath, all the way underneath his bed. And um, and he's got this dark headboard, and he's got this stuff, and is and it lights up and it changes colors. He leaves it on all the time. He loves it. And uh, I got out of it for like twenty twenty bucks with shipping <laughs> instead of nice. having to pay 500 something dollars for this Lord of the Rings special edition bed. So, <laughs> so yes. yeah, I'm a, I'm a sucky dad, but I'm not, I'm not a horrible dad. There's a line there somewhere. Yeah. I would have given my kids the cardboard box. And said, There's your new bed. <laughs> kid. Everybody's sleeping in make room for the dog. So cat's <laughs> <laughs> got a better pillow than you do. Do you have a pet, John? Yeah, I've got a I've got a cat. Okay. A gray cat. Okay. Does your cat ever chew on the molding around the floor? The crap no. no. My dog did today. And she almost really? lost her life. Yep. Yeah. Leia. The evil dog. Mm-hmm. I have a dog that I don't like, and then I have a dog that I hate. Moffat I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> Leia I hate. <laughs> Yeah, I have no love in my heart for either of them. Neither one of them, but I can tolerate one. The other one needs to go like bad. I was, I was talking about this with my wife last night. I'm like, it's a shame somebody loves that dog. And she goes, why? I'm like, because if nobody loved her, we could get rid of her. (laughs) We could give her away somewhere (laughs) because she's always in trouble. She's always doing something. My daughter thinks she walks on ice. I mean, like a princess, like frozen or something. She thinks Mm. she's amazing. But every time I leave her out for more than an hour, she, she chews on something. And right now she's trying to eat the baseboards off my house. And I don't understand it. That's and, not cool. And in our front door, okay, our front door is a wooden front door, 
it is a little rotten in one spot because there was a crack that we didn't see and water and ice had gotten down in there and expanded and it's caused a little bit of uh of the door to come loose underneath at the bottom it's not a big deal because we had time to fix it well suddenly we come back from mexico and there's an open hole it's not a huge hole but it's big enough for a mouse to fit through and and my wife comes to me this week just a couple of days ago and explains to me why this has happened she says james can you take and go to Lowe's or something and buy something to put across the bottom of the door. And I'm like, that's kind of a, 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 a redneck fix. You know, we need a whole new door. <laughs> she goes, oh, I know. I understand. But the dog is eating this hole in the door. And I'm uh-huh. like, what? Leia, freaking stupid idiot, stupid dog, is eating through our front door. She weighs nothing. I could fit her in one hand, but she has the power of the beaver and she can (laughs) chew and gnaw through wood. I don't get it and I don't like it. And that wasn't even in the show notes. That's bonus content for you right there. And you don't even have to be a patron listener to get that bonus. Just count that as our featured story that James hates Leia. Stupid dog. Stupid dog. <laughs> I'm gonna to eat that dog. <laughs> I mean, be, no, I no. I would eat her, but I don't think she would even fill me up. <laughs> I, I would probably overcook her. So, probably. all you dog lovers out there, man, we had a dog lover at at uh, Chick, not Chick Fil A, at um, <laughs> what's it called? It's called Cracker Barrel. Um, we were at Cracker Barrel and the dog lover, we were talking about, I think we were talking about the dog. No, no. We were talking about where the red fern grows. We're like, Jay, you need to read that book. And I'm like, no, he doesn't. The dog dies. And the, 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 uh, server comes up and he goes, are you guys talking about John Wick? (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) what? Uh, I haven't seen that yet. Random guy who's only supposed to be bringing us stuff. No, we're not. Um, now we owe you an explanation, I suppose. So here it is. We were talking (laughs) about where the red fern grows, where the dogs die. And I said, uh, he says, oh, okay. Okay. And now I'm wondering why was he all concerned that we were, you know, handling John Wick? I just don't like stories where dogs get killed. And I was like, well, if they have to get killed, <laughs> at least let there be a John Wick who can take care of the situation. And he goes, right. oh, I know, I know. They're so great. But I, in the third one, I watched the third one and I asked my friend if any dogs got killed and uh, I said, yeah, a dog does get shot in John Wick 3. And he goes, I know, I paused it. And I called my friend and I was about to cuss her out. But <laughs> I said, but the dog had, uh, uh, what, you know, armor on. He goes, I know. That's why I didn't cuss her out. And then he <laughs> left. <laughs> and, I, and I unbuttoned my shirt and I took off my shirt and put on my Talk Stupid to Me t-shirt that I have <laughs> that I need to wear everywhere I go. Because that's the kind of conversations I have with people. Talk stupid to Talk me. Talk stupid to me. And uh, you'll be on my show. <laughs> be yeah. forever. So um, uh, it's time for us to do something we haven't done for a long time. And I hope people will appreciate it because it is uh, it stands to be a lot of fun. You remember back when Christian was on and he would do a little thing called Quiznos because it's when we quiz what you knows. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do right now. And I am going to be the quizzer and John is going to see if he can pass my quiz. <gasps> is this the surprise that you told me about? This is the surprise that I told Man. you about. Are you happy? We is need it- to get... I am happy, and, and, and you know we need to get a sound clip of Christian's voice because it's so uh, unique. Maybe I can get him to call in and and record that because yeah, you're right. Let's this quiz what you know. It's it's not enough I just to play the impression. the music because that was what we play. But he would say quiz what you know. Yeah. All right. Quiz knows. See if I can say this correctly. What I'm going to do is I'm going to present you with a list of weird words and give you three options of what they might the definition might be okay. and you have to get at least five out of nine to have passed the quiz. Wow. Yeah. If you fail, 
we're bringing Trevor back and replacing you. Okay. No, I'm kidding. It's uh, <laughs> we wouldn't do that to you, buddy. Wouldn't do that to Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. <laughs> I took all John's happiness away. Did you see that? He was too I happy. I couldn't handle now. I couldn't handle it. So, and he was too <laughs> happy about the quiz, and I couldn't handle that. So I had to did that gum ruin it for him. I'm sorry. You're a smart guy. You're going to do good. fine. I I believe in you. All right. But there should be a penalty if I don't pass. Uh, the penalty is I will reach through time and space and stab you with a pen. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I'll feel that. Number one. Let me see if I can say this right. Oh, oh wait, wait. Hold on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm laughing at what I'm doing. I'm so stupid. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, Google, how do you pronounce K-A-K-O-R-R-H-A-P-H-I-O-P-H-O-B-I-A? That's pronounced cacorophobia. Okay. Cacorophobia is what? A, the fear of cakes, B, the fear of failure, or C, the fear of cocoons? Cacorophobia. Cacorophobia. Don't you look it up. No, I'm I promise I will not. I think it is the fear of cocoons. Okay. Cacorophobia, you are incorrect. Cacorophobia is the feel the fear of failure. All right, let me mark this down. He missed this okay. one. This is bad. Put a little star by your name. Okay. All right. I'm keeping track too, just in case. Number two, Gentacular. 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 Is this A, pertaining to Jennifer, B, pertaining to gentlemen, or C, pertaining to breakfast? It's an adjective. Gentacular. Yeah, gentacular. Uh, could you spell it for me, please? Uh, J-E-N-T-A-C-U-L-A-R. Gentacular. Gentacular. And what was the third option again? Uh, C, pertaining to breakfast. I think, I think this is a word you made up, and so I'm going to say A. <laughs> Gentacular. I didn't. I didn't make it up, and it has. And you're wrong. It is pertaining to breakfast. Oh, are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. I haven't made up any of these. I promise. Oh, I would have made up one at least. <laughs> I, it was fun enough making up the bad definitions. So okay, okay, all right. For, Got me on there. You ready Why for number three? Um, bibble. Bibble. Uh, is, bibble. Is that to A, drink noisily, B, Old English for Bible, or C, a bib worn by an adult, especially royalty? I, I'm going to go with A on that one. Bibble is yes. to, to drink noisily. You are correct, sir. Yes. You have made it. Because I think the word babble comes from bibble. Oh yeah, well that's Maybe. good. You made it. I, I don't, that's how I figured it out. So. I don't have a, a happy noise. That's it. That's that's <laughs> I the, like that one. The closest I have to a winning noise. I need to have a little <laughs> ding that goes ding whenever you win. Yes. <laughs> so. Yes. Let me see if I can do that. Actually, I'm gonna pause the whole dang show and get the ding sound. I know I have one. All right. How about this? There you go. Hey, that works. That works very well. All right, number four. Uh, hey, Google, how do you pronounce E-R-I-N-A-C-E-O-U-S? That's pronounced Arenaceous. Arenaceous. Um, is it A, the smell of a farting animal? <laughs> <laughs> that was unexpected. <laughs> Arenaceous. B, the speed in which someone accomplishes a given task, or C, something resembling a hedgehog. Arenaceous. Okay. First one. Hey, y'all, do you see that arenaceous dog over there? <laughs> Can you smell the arenaceous? Can you smell that? <laughs> I, I, I'm going to say it's not that one. Okay. Um, boy, that hedgehog. I'm going to see. Something that pertains to a hedgehog is arenaceous. Like the quills on that hedgehog are unique to the breed. It's therefore arenaceous. I don't know about it. What was the second option? Be again? the speed in which someone accomplishes a given task. Arenaceous. Speedy. <laughs> hmm. 
I'm going to have to get a countdown sound as well. I can yeah, see. Yeah, you should because this is – I'm thinking. <laughs> hmm. Let's see. I'm going to go with B. B, the speed in which someone accomplishes which, yep. a given task? Yes. I'm sorry. It was Dang something it. resembling a hedgehog. You were almost there. Oh, I was – gonna say that but i thought that's too obvious so all right so you've gotten one you've gotten one good all right uh let me ask this one again uh oh hey google how do you pronounce n-u-d-i-u-s-t-e-r-t-i-a-n that's pronounced nudiestertion that's what i thought nudiestertion (laughs) (laughs) nudiestertion i know what this means uh a the day before yesterday B, a nude Martian, or C, a clean eating utensil. Oh, man. (laughs) I know it's not B. It can't be because, I mean. Yeah, there's no such thing as nude Martians. It couldn't be that. Right. It couldn't be. Yeah. A nudist, a clean eating utensil, or the day before yesterday, or the day before yesterday? That's what I said, the day before yesterday. That was A. Nudie assertion. I'm going to say it's C, a clean eating utensil. Is it your final answer? Yes. Oh, it's the day before yesterday, John. Why do they have a word for the day before (laughs) yesterday that's not the day before yesterday? I don't know. (laughs) Nudie assertion. Uh, You remember um, on Nudie assertion? When uh, we were, you know, talking about uh, that subject matter. Oh yes, yes. You you recall yeah. on Nudie Station, um, we were there together doing things in a very bibble way. Mm. Yes. Yes. Drinking were, noisily. Were, and and your dog smelled like a fart. <laughs> it was Aristatius. Yeah. It was Aristatius, <laughs> except it was a hedgehog. Uh, you'll like this one. Number six, Doodle Sack. <laughs> it's a real thing is it doodle sack a doodle sack yeah is it old english for an art supply bundle old i say old boy get your doodle sack ready (laughs) old english for a bagpipe or old english for your junk i'm gonna say it is a b for bagpipe yay you got it What you gotta get your doodle sack right there? That's a wee song what you do with that doodle sack. I'm proud of you, John. I'm proud of you. You made that one easy. Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay. I appreciate it. Uh impignorate. Impignorate? Impignorate. Yes. A to pawn or mortgage something. B to impregnate a pig. Or C, to refill a pen. Impignorate. I'm going to go with C. That sounds like something you do with your pen. And final answer? Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. It did sound like it, something. I, I take it as a personal, like, a clap on the back when you pick one of the ones I made up. It makes me feel good inside my heart. <laughs> oh, I mean, impignorate. That sounds like something my wife would do with one of her favorite writing utensils. Yeah, you would take the pigment and fill up the pen. But no, it is to pawn or mortgage something. Im- mm. Impignorate. See, I was I was really having a hard time between B or C. A never was an option for me. So. <laughs> All right, number eight. <laughs> You've already failed, by the way. I just wanted to pass that yeah, on. I, I'm five out of <laughs> Seven. Let's see if you can pull it up here at the end. Agastophobia. I'm sorry. Agastophobia. Oh, goodness. Hey, Google, how do you pronounce A-G-A-S-T-O-P-I-A? That's pronounced agastopia. Agastopia. I was not that far off. Agastopia. Is it A, being trapped in an enclosed space that smells badly? B, admiration of a particular part of someone's body? Or C, the relief felt after a foul stench clears. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know you, John. I know you so well. Uh, so, so you know that I'm going to have to pick B for that one. <laughs> Is that your final answer, sir? Yes. Yay! 
Hey, yeah. <laughs> I got- and they're not particular. It's not a particular part. They just said any particular part. Yeah. Uh, a gastopia. If you if you see someone's shoulder blade and you're like, dude. Like today, I saw a guy with his, his tidbits pierced. <laughs> I was experiencing gastrophobia. <laughs> it was not admiration, though, so I guess it didn't didn't matter no it was more of a, a phobia because yeah. it was a gastrophobia uh, yeah not a, a gastropate what was the, the word a gastopia Ag- agastopia agastopia yeah like you're a ghast, but Gast-opia. in a good way i guess yeah all right number nine and our last one is oxter o-x-t-e-r is it a an old-time cartoon character from the 30s an anthropomorphic the anthropomorphic bull uh, B, a genetic blend of an ox and otter attempted in 2007 by Russian scientists. Or C, wow. an armpit. Oh, man. Oxter. So, an oxter. Or just oxter, not an oxter. Oxter. Yeah, it's capitalized. Oxter. So oxter was the anthropomorphic uh, ox bull person? That was number A. Or letter A, a. Yeah. B, a genetic blend of an ox and an otter, or C, an armpit. Oxter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's let's get this ox and this otter together and make a little oxter. Hey, you know them, <laughs> you know them Russian scientists. You know how they be. Oh, well, definitely Russian. I forgot all about. Um, I think it's A. A, an old time cartoon character, yeah. an anthropomorphic bull. Final answer. Yes. Oh, I'm wow. sorry. An oxter is an armpit, John. Duh. An armpit. Yeah. I get to be Alex Trebek and act like I know all the answers. <laughs> <laughs> oxter for 300, please, yeah. Alex. You, you dummy. Why don't you oh, know what an oxter is? You moron. You've picked the wrong one. That's right. So, so I, I'm going to start telling people that their oxters are showing during the summer. So how many did you get? You got two. I know. I got three. You got three. All right. Well, good. You are still a winner in our book, John. We still love you. And At least I got three right. And I still have to poke you through time and space with a pen. Oh, that hurt. Yeah. My alternate reality self felt it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, all right. Um, it's time for us to do... Um, I don't know. Let's just do let's do listener stories. It's it's about that time. All right. I had a story, but I think I'm going to keep it for next week. Um, this one's called Bird for Breakfast. It's from our friend Keith Helsley. You know that man retweets and and uh, shares every single thing that we post online. Are you serious? He is amazing. Yeah, he's a guy. He. It's good to meet him in real life too, because yes. we've heard his name for years. And then he was at he was at Narthex Con, and his family yeah. was there, and it was it was awesome. So uh, a few weeks ago, we had the grandkids over. He said they decided they wanted to bring they decided to bring my son, so we let him visit too. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa humor. As we were gathered around the table enjoying breakfast, I was sipping my morning cup of coffee when my wife asked me. What's wrong with your finger? And see, I know these people, so I can imagine her. She, she, she is. She's all about taking care of this man. He, ha- and he, he'll mention it later. But he happens to be a blind individual, and uh, mm. so she, she has to look out for him and make sure he's not looking dumb. You know, so uh, it, that's what my wife would do if I was blind. She would be constantly looking at me, making sure I wasn't looking dumb. So yeah. That's what she's doing. She's like, what's wrong with your finger? Nothing, I told her as I picked up a cup for another sip. Well, I want to have a look at it. There's something on it, she said. And I know I know you know this about me, but maybe listeners to that story show doesn't. They don't. I'm blind, and along with some nerve damage in my hands, I don't feel things in my hands very well, so it's not unusual for me to have a small cut or something and not know about it. Anyway, back to the story. As I I set my cup on the table after another sip, I asked her, is it just one finger or are there more? No, it's just the one, she said, but I still want you to show it to me. A thought came to my mind. My coffee cup was one with a smallish handle, which made the other fingers get pressed against the warm cup. It was probably just a red spot from the warmth 
And another thought came to mind. Could it be the bird finger? As I have heard you referred to it that way on the mm-hmm. podcast before. How did, what do you call it? What did your generation call it there? Uh, 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 Keith, that's what I want to know. But, um, yeah. uh, they, they, they probably call it the, uh, I don't know, the interaceous finger or the nudisterian finger or something like that. (laughs) It's, it's rude. Uh, so anyway, sure enough, I asked her if that's the one she wanted to see. And she said, yes, (laughs) it was. (laughs) And you want me to show it to you? I asked right now, right here in front of all the kids. And she insisted, (laughs) yes, I need to see what's on that finger. So that's how I that's how I came to give my wife and my entire family the bird finger at breakfast. <laughs> Keith Helsley. I can see him doing that too. I can see him too. He probably had a little smile on his face the whole time. <laughs> have you ever seen that picture of Have you ever seen the picture of uh, Mr. Rogers giving the double deuce? It's it's a classic photo where he's flipping off with both hands. <laughs> and it's no, way it's it's that. way out of context because he's going he's singing a song and he's singing a song about pointer where is pointer here i am here i am and then he goes oh. to the second one and he holds up the second one where is tall one where is but he's flinging the, the birds man just right in your mm, face the whole context. time context yes but uh people love to capture that moment and share it so um, I'm sure the grandkids got a kick out of Keith. Yep. I want to be Keith's grandson. Can we make that happen? Um, yeah, probably if you go through that time portal that you stabbed me Poked with, a you pen. with a pen. Okay, we'll try yeah. it. We'll check it out. We'll see yeah. how, how much those cost because we are okay. under a budget here, John. We, we can't just go willy-nilly giving James whatever the freak he wants, okay? So, True, but just, you deserve it. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. All right, share with us, John. You have a great All story right. to share. It is great. I, I wanted to do. read it, but it's yours. You, and you're letting me do this. Okay. Yes. So well, good. this comes to us from Brother Justice, who I do believe is in our live chat room right now. Sweet. So I hope I do this well. This is titled The Yellow Milkman. So I used to work in the courthouse in Inverness, Florida. Inverness, Florida. Where is that exactly? I'll look it up while you while you. Uh... It's, it sounds close to where I used to live. Um, Inverness, near Deltona, I think. Uh, anyways, in Inverness, and there was a public defender that I became friends with. He would always wear a suit and tie in the courtroom, so that was how I was yeah, used to seeing him dressed all the time. You know, just like seeing kids in their uniforms all the time. You don't recognize them out of the house. Uh, so the first morning. After he had traded his sports car in for a Harley, you can imagine my surprise when I meet him in the parking lot that day wearing a pair of white coveralls. He, of course, was wearing it over his suit and tie, but I couldn't help poke fun at or poke fun, yes, at him for looking like a milkman. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out why you'd wear white coveralls on a motorcycle, but I guess it's to keep the bugs off your suit. Yeah. Because, you know, there's bugs in Florida. Fast forward a couple of weeks, though, later. We are both pulling in around the same time, and I notice his coveralls are a yellowish tint almost from head to toe. (laughs) As I get out and approach him, I smell an awful odor before I'm even within five feet of him. This is kind of making me queasy. (laughs) As I cover my face, as I try to ask him what's going on, he already starting his tail. You're not going to believe this. I'm riding in this morning and get behind slow-moving traffic out on this country road. Noah's wanting to get around the leader of this slow-up, so from about four or five cars behind, I give the Harley the gas and motor around the procession. I don't know why I'm using such a bad boy voice with that, maybe because he's driving a Harley. But as I begin to speed past the cars... You sound sound like Negan from Walking Dead. I don't know what what you're doing, but... Oh, okay. (laughs) I realize... It's a cattle hauler that's causing the slowdown, pulling a trailer full of livestock. I realize that the sound of my Harley engine must have literally scared the pee out of those cows because as I approach, I can see a visible yellow cloud (laughs) (laughs) to the side of the trailer. Ah! (laughs) I couldn't slow down and had nowhere to go. And so, yes, now I'm covered in cow pee. 
<laughs> I imagine that it's thicker than regular pee for some reason. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> like it, oh no! Like it can glob up like blood or something, you know? Like uh, it clots. Uh, oh. uh, so his brother Justice is laughing to himself, laughing in tears. I just say to him, I've never seen a yellow milkman. He stank so bad. <laughs> He even after he took his coveralls off, he ended up having to go back home and shower. Uh, I appreciate your story from episode twenty three, reminding me of this hilarious happening. I what was the story in episode twenty three that I, uh, I don't I'm know? Just curious. I don't know. Um, Cow pee. Oh, it's uh, is uh, he's he's writing us in the, the chat room. He says there's a cow poop coming out of a trailer in Midland, Missouri. Oh, okay. Okay, I was going to say, I found out where Everness is. It's not the middle of nowhere, but you can definitely see it from there. Um, it's <laughs> it's south uh, west of Ocala, Florida, and way north of St. Petersburg, where I used to live. It okay. is it is nowhere. I remember seeing that. You, you'll see the signs for it when you're going down seventy five. Uh, okay. Yes, yes, you would. Yeah. And you would get off on 44, which goes nowhere except to Everness. <laughs> Inverness. So it's a pretty name, though. Pretty name it's... for a place. Well, thank you, Brother Justice. Thank you for your story, man. Um, yeah. we, we've got a uh, voicemail. Your friend? It's called Minor Elevator Trouble. Here we go. Hey, guys. I have an elevator story for you. It's from Andy Lyman, by the way. One time when I was younger, my mom was in the hospital a lot. She had lots of health issues. I was riding the elevator by myself and I was looking through the crack on the doors and I could see lights as the floors passed by. This intrigued my little brain and so I decided to pry the door open. As I did that, the elevator stopped halfway between the floors. <laughs> I looked up and to my surprise, there was a man standing at the floor and he looked down at me i looked up at him and i just <laughs> said the first thing that came to my mind which was it didn't go to the top and then i proceeded <laughs> to climb out Not of the elevator fault. into the floor up to the floor and he just looked at me <laughs> i can't imagine what he must have been thinking when a small child climbed out of the elevator that did not go to the top Anyways, thanks, guys. Especially at a hospital. It's like this little yeah. troll baby coming out from the woodwork, you know, from from the, the ironworks <laughs> or whatever. It just crawled out of a pipe and ended up in the <laughs> halfway up an elevator. Didn't go to the top. Don't mind me. Got, yeah, it's not my fault. I don't know. Have what, fun getting in there, Mr. Man. <laughs> That's true. What do you do then? <laughs> you can get you, off on any floor you want, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I never had the guts to do that, but I guess if he spent a lot of time there, you know, you start to get uh, an adventurous spirit and uh, yeah. you pull them doors open and find out what happened. Well, he found out, my gosh. Sure enough, <laughs> did. Stopped halfway in between. That's crazy. It didn't go all the way up, mister. <laughs> so thank you well, so much, know. Andy. We appreciate it, man. Thanks for sharing that with us. We love stories. Kind of helps us, you know. It's it is a show. <laughs> it is the bread and butter show. of the entire program. Yeah, so we're a little bit thankful and grateful, just a little. Um, this is comes to us from Emily Shure. I think I'm saying that right. Who is female? Sure, that's right. Emily Shure. Sure. I sure. always celebrate our female listeners because I imagine there's like three of them, and uh, <laughs> and they were all at Narthex Con. <laughs> That's but true. not really. <laughs> That's not true, but it seems like it. Anyway, she, uh, this one's called Cheese is Not Gonna Cut It. Uh, when mm -hmm. we were kids, my older brother was teaching me some euphemisms for passing gas, such as cut the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why yeah. I didn't let you read this one, John, because <laughs> I knew you wouldn't be able to get through it. So I went to Costco today and they were giving out cheese samples. I can't tell you how hard it was for me not to make jokes about the lady cutting the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> there were two of them doing it. <laughs> <laughs> two cutting cheese. Was one out cutting the other, John? That's, that's they were they were cutting so much cheese. They were in competition. They cut. were like sharing it with everybody too. <laughs> Passing it around. I just cut some cheese for you. Oh 
Oh, man. Thanks, lady. That's arenaceous of you. I'll tell you. Arenaceous. Uh, anyway, not being familiar with cheeses other than American and mild cheddar, which have little to no smell, I felt the saying was too arbitrary. Trary. So that's dumb, I said. You could just make up anything and call it a fart. Like... Fix the shoe. <laughs> yes. So it was just the first thing that came to my head, but it stuck in my family. And my siblings and I continued to say, who fixed the shoe whenever somebody farted? <laughs> Though we didn't hide it, somehow this phenomenon went unnoticed by our parents. And one evening, many years later, my mother or my brother had moved out and I was in college. My dad had been packing for a business trip, an activity which caused tension in our household. Only a minute or two after we sat down to dinner, some mild bickering began between my parents. My little sister and I kept our heads down and ate silently. And my dad kept going on about how my mom had messed up his shoe when polishing it. And finally she blurted out, but I fixed the shoe. <laughs> my sister and I made eye contact and that was it. We burst out into giggles, choking on a bit of our food. And my parents looked at us bewildered. What? My dad demanded. What's so funny? He looked at my mom to see if she was a, an accomplice to our giggle fit. All I said was that I fixed the shoe, said mom. And my sister and I laughed even harder. We cautiously explained. <laughs> we cautiously explained how my mom was actually claiming farts for herself. <laughs> hoping we weren't in trouble for interrupting their heated discussion with laughter. Well, they laughed too. And for the rest yes. of the meal, it was lighthearted and pleasant. Although the shoe had been mended, nobody, I'm sorry to say, fixed the shoe. <laughs> Emily. <laughs> sure. Sure. Now I can't say it right. Anyway, sure. thank you so much for that. That one. was excellent. <laughs> I love it. I might have to take that and use it in my household. Oh, gosh. Did you fix the shoe, John? I not lately. Not My lately. shoes must still be broken, but I feel the need to fix the shoe. I, I will say one thing. I, I think in all the years that you've been on the show, I want to thank you because I don't think this has ever happened. I, I I have to imagine that you've passed gas numerous times in the in the passing of our show and the, the hours that you've spent <laughs> behind the microphone. But I can never remember, not even once, hearing it. So I just want to thank you for that. And You're I welcome. and I don't want you to uh, change ever. Just right well, there. So here's the thing. There's a little secret. I don't really think they're all that funny. <laughs> Whatever. I don't really do it. You're a liar. And, uh, <laughs> oh wait, I should have saved that for the next week. Yeah, <laughs> that make it easy for me. So thank you, Emily, for this awesome story, and uh, thanks for all of our our submission people, brother Justice and. Uh, and uh, let's see, Andy Lyman and Keith Helsley, thank you for sending in your stories. If we used your story, we owe you a sticker. So email us your address. And that is our show for this week. Do you have a funny story about flipping the bird? How about getting soaked in cow pee? Oh. <laughs> have you ever been stuck in an elevator? Like, an, like a little weird troll baby or whatever. We don't care what the story is. If it's funny, send it in email form or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Our Instagram is at thatstoryshow. Follow us over there and, and keep up with us during the week. We post stuff. And review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to us. And if you like the show, check out Red School Bus at rsbcast.com. And thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Zane Estrada, Janusz Striesbeck, and Carrie Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, gross, or if somebody tries to fix your shoe, don't get stressed. Just think, hey, this belongs on that shirtless guy with his nips tucked <laughs> or, or his nips pierced is what I should have said. Now, this belongs on that story show. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I want to open up a shoe repair shop. Really? I want to I have a shop where I remove useless, nasty piercings. I think I could make a lot of money in this town. Well, get a first customer. <laughs> Just try to track him down. He'll be there right as the kids are walking across the street.
Hey, real quick, just wanted to thank this month's iTunes reviewers, Adele Lily Cardifith, Hoppin 19, Elza White, Kitten, Adorableness 6, 5th Grade, Jen is Lonely, Extinguisher 007, Danny 2335, Ben, our cool dude barber, Sky Sky, and Weenie 25. I also want to thank our August patron supporters, Brother Justice, Emily Schreer, Jake Andell, Todd Napier, and special thanks to Robert Harrington for upping your support level. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality. For your most precious gift, Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.